0: Hey there, it's Paul Casey reminding you to go check out Lost with Friends. That's right, if you didn't see via our social media, and if you didn't, why didn't you? Why aren't you following us at Clock Shelves on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? We are bringing back one of our flagship series, Lost with Friends. Uh, and in an exclusive... Being told right here for the very first time, uh, even our content club members don't even know this yet, Uh, you can check it out on the free feeds on the 23rd of January. That's right, Lost with Friends is coming back on the 23rd of January. Of course, it is available uh, early and un- uninterrupted, if I can get the word out, uh, right now over on Content Club. But it is covering the season one deleted scenes. It's a very fun episode with myself and Liam and Andy Cornforth, uh, Liam Prano and Andy Cornforth, and myself talking about the season one deleted scenes. Lost with Friends returns the twenty third of January on the free feeds. Go check it out. Make sure that you are still subscribed to the, the feeds on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that sort of stuff. Lost with Friends, one of, our, one of our flagship series is coming back. We had to go back. Of course we did. Lost with Friends, returning soon. This is a Clock Shelves Podcast Network production. Hey everybody, it's Future Paul here. Just want to take a moment to say um, that I have a lot of attitude in this episode, and I apologize for it up front. I apologize to my mother um, as well, because I gave her a lot of undue Attitude, And I was having a very bad day. There is no excuse for it. That's not an excuse. There is no excuse for the attitude that I gave her. But um, there was quite a bit of good conversation in this episode, so we didn't want to cut it or... I didn't want to cut it or try to recreate any of it or whatever. So it is presented in full, but I did just want to give the disclaimer up front that I am sorry to those of you who listen to this and hear my attitude and know that it's not normal for me and apologize to my mother for the attitude that I gave to her. Um, So just so you all are aware, up front, that is something that you can expect in this episode. That being said, I hope you enjoy what we talk about. I hope you enjoy a bit of the uh, content that we discuss. And without further ado, here is the episode of Pollenol. Chit chat about this and that, oh yes, no stress, we keep coming back JBC and all his friends from far and near Maybe make you cry, maybe bring you some cheer So many people with so much to say From pop culture to travel, weird news to Q&A No topic is too small Here on our show, Paul and All Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Paul and All As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey And I'm joined once again in the studio By one of my favorite people to have on the show Go ahead and reintroduce yourself
1: I am Paul's mom, Ruth Casey.
0: Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Fortress of Politude, (laughs) the new new home of clock shelves things, at least for now. Um, Let me
1: tell you, it's nothing like the Fortress of Solitude, because that thing is made of ice and this room is not.
0: No, because the air conditioner is set up in the other part of the home that I basically got kicked out of. So, uh,
1: no, that did not happen. But okay, no,
0: you're right. I just got pressured into vacating that spot.
1: Okay, we're not going to have this conversation. He's nodding over there, going, "Of course, we're not, because you're looking bad. So that's not going to happen."
0: Tell me, I'm wrong. You are wrong. How?
1: How did I pressure you out of? I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry for. I don't want to do this for two
0: y- over two years.
1: Is this why you got me on here today?
0: No, it just happened to work out this way.
1: Well, let's not do this on here. Can we start again?
0: No. (sighs) Anyway, the actual reason I brought you here was for um, a chat that I've been doing with a few people about uh, creativity and sort of the concept of... I've been calling them creative speed bumps. Um, so basically just a quick summary for anyone who this may be their first time listening to sort of this mini series that I'm doing with various creative people. I've So far I've had actors, writers, photographers. Um, I cannot remember what the one young lady calls herself, but she she basically manipulates light in photography and other things, but it's very cool. Um, but, um, basically, so the story as I've been telling it very quickly goes that, um, obviously I've been writing and creating since I was very young. If you really want to hear me go super in depth on it, um, Check out the episode that I did with my friend Ellsworth. It was the very first one I did, and we went super in depth, sort of talking about how we both realized that we wanted to be creative people from a very young age. And well, and you've been sort of telling why, stories and,
1: since you were very little. Again,
0: I tell that on that okay. episode. Um, so yes further proof my mother mother
1: doesn't listen to my
0: well no i was saying that my mother wow you are just digging yourself a hole in this episode further and further first you don't want to talk about the fact that you're wrong then you ask can we start over and i say no and you go (sighs) which is the sound that you hate um and then you are admitting that you don't listen to my stuff so yep definitely um good that i'm getting all this on the record um anyway uh I've been telling stories and all of that sort of stuff for a very long time. Um, at a certain point I wanted to sort of commit myself to writing because my thought was what, how do you do better at something you practice? And I remember seeing, uh, seeing a thing, reading and all this other stuff about how Jerry Seinfeld would have a big calendar and he would, uh, you know, write jokes or practice jokes or all of this stuff in a way to perfectly hone his craft of stand-up comedy at the time uh even when he was doing the show the Seinfeld show um and he would uh have the big, you know, like a desk calendar and he would have it hanging up or whatever. And he would put an X on the day. And he later claimed he didn't invent this, which, of course, makes sense. But he said that he did it. But he's just like, you know, the fact that people think that I invented this and whatever. And I never necessarily said he invented it, but it kind of, you know, pushed me where at a certain point, I got a calendar or maybe you bought it for me. I can't remember, but I had a calendar um, and starting January 1st, 2014, all the way up until today, uh, as of this recording, I've done something creative Um, at first that was writing. And then as I was writing, I realized it was very difficult to write every day, um, whether that was uh, going back and editing something or whatever the. As as they used to say, the muse wasn't there. And of course, a lot of people are like, don't wait for the muse, you just write. And that's my whole Van Gogh, Van Gogh quote, um, that I've said many times. Um, but uh I was also trying to do a different podcast back then, and I was spending a few hours every day editing there was a video version as well, but editing the video and the audio and all of that. And I realized, like, at a certain point, I was spending multiple hours doing that. And then it's like, well, OK, so I kind of was creative today because I was editing and and which in a way is another form of rewriting, you know, if you're depending on how you're how you're doing it and whatnot. And so then it was like, okay, so do I want to spend like five hours doing this? And then maybe like five minutes doing writing and whatnot. And I remember saying to you multiple times, like, does this count? And you're like, it's not up to me. Like you're not beholden to anyone. Like it's you, it's, you know, what you think and what have you. And then it started to be, well, I'll be creative every day. And whether that was Hawaii trip one, Hawaii trip two, LA, New York, Uh, Minnesota, Michigan, all the various uh, jobs that I've had, the crazy hours that I've worked, so on and so forth. I've done something creative every single day since January 1st, 2014. Now, about a year and a half ago, I started adding, taking a picture to that list because of my secondary Instagram account. It was actually sort of a weird therapeutic sort of documenting things. A lot of my friends have talked about the fact that it's like a, like a daily journal sort of thing for me where I take a picture and then the next day I upload it and kind of tell what was going on that day or a little bit about whatever's in the picture or what have you. Um, And realistically the, the thing that sort of made me think about this topic was um, I've been writing things for years scripts for potential TV series or films or radio or whatever and nothing was being actually done with any of these things because a lot of the stuff that I was writing was a bit more high concept things like that and so I sat down and I decided to write something that I could easily film um, I would have to get people to actually be in it, which has always been a, a more difficult thing for me because I can't pay people. And now that we're all getting older, you know, coordinating schedules is difficult because people have relationships and jobs and children and, you know, all this other stuff. Or they just don't want to do it. They're super supportive. Oh, that's great for you, Paul. But
1: but I, I don't like the sound of my voice. Oh, on my away, God. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Don't even. I'm already clearly not in a good mood. So, yeah. Um, but there was various things. And so I finally had something and I had some people that were interested and we were going to, you know, I had um, not like a lot of like money, but I had the potential to actually make this thing. And then COVID hit and everything shut down. And, you know, so that caused a problem because very, you know, people didn't want to be around other people, people, there was a particular location that I was going to film this thing at that obviously couldn't, go there and whatnot um and then as things started to open up i i wrote something very small it was going to be uh my cousin was going to be in it and th- pretty much that would be it and we were getting ready we were going to take like oh like this weekend or whatever we're going to film it and then a big snowstorm happened and it co- you know caused problems and now schedules haven't been able to sync up pretty much since because of my job and his job and various other things and whatnot. And it got me thinking at a certain point that, now for me, it would be God because of my uh, my faith and religious beliefs or however you want to classify that. Other people might say the universe or whatever. Um, but my thing is at various points was this God's way of telling me maybe this isn't what you're supposed to do. And then other people said maybe it's God's way of saying if you really want to do this, you'll keep pushing forward sort of thing. And again, whether that's making a film or a short film or a TV series or a radio play or, or whatever. And the fact that I keep doing creative things, whether that's writing a novel that I've been working on for, you know, over a year now on and off, um, or again, writing things, recording the podcast, so on and so forth. I keep pushing that and, It's it becomes a whole thing, and so it kind of got me thinking to other people, like because there have been many times over the years, whether that was to this day, and it's it's a complaint I often talk about, but it's there's various reasons why I can't or don't do much about it. But you know the podcasts don't get the listens that I want, and you know I lose money by making them, and you know all of this other stuff. But I keep doing them. I keep pushing forward and I, I just
1: Because keep... you're gonna be the the biggest, longest running uh overnight success ever.
0: Thank you, mom. <laughs> um that's not at all what I was going for, no, but... but I was going for a whole thing of I just I just keep doing it and it's been difficult because whether again whether it was through vacations whether it was through the intense depression that I had for you know a year or so probably more depending on who you want to talk to um, including the person here with me today uh, and so on and so forth I still managed to do it and so I kind of got the idea to talk to various people about uh, creative people about sort of what pushes them. And now, obviously, not everybody, and if you've been listening sort of to this mini-series that I've been doing, not everybody does a creative thing every day like I do. That's just my thing. Like Ellsworth, I, I know, he was the first person I sat down and talked to. Again, I went into a lot more detail about things when I recorded with him, and he went into a lot of detail as well. But he said that basically, like, as I'm, I'm well over 2000 almost maybe even 3000 or whatever days um, and he's like he goes after I reached whatever I would just stop just because I could say I did that he goes I know you though and you won't stop he's like but after a certain point he's like I might just stop because maybe I don't have anything he's like but I know you push yourself to have something Zach, when I talked with him, he's a fellow writer. He doesn't write every day. He tries to to write as often as he can, but sometimes that motivation isn't there, or, you know, again, quote-unquote real life gets in the way because these creative passions that we have are not our jobs. Now, obviously, for the person here with me today, that's not necessarily the case, and we'll get into that a little bit, but uh, the creative passions that we have, whether it be writing or acting or podcasting or whatever is not necessarily our job. Even, uh, Mike, the photographer has a quote unquote, regular job does photography as often as he can
1: real job.
0: I, that's, and I, 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 I appreciate appreciate
1: that because you, you know, we, we know that that is a, that is a thing that's heard, um, as a, we haven't discussed at this time, but I'm a professional face painter. That is my job. I face paint for parties and corporate events and for festivals and things like that. And often I hear, so what's your real job? Um, Did you pay me? Yes. Then this is my real job. I had an argument with a vendor at at an event because uh, he showed up three days after the event started and wanted a prime location. And he made a crack about, well, you know, some of us have real jobs. And I said, for some of us, this is our real job. So, you know, you, you can't walk in in the middle and expect that, well, just because you have something else going on, the world is going to turn over for you. Correct. Sorry. Nope,
0: you're fine. Um, But. Again, I say all of that to say that I want I, I have been wanting to talk with you for a little while because you've also for the last two years
1: twenty sixteen.
0: Okay, since twenty sixteen, my apologies. You've been doing a paint every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I thought you started a lot later than no that.
1: December twenty sixteen.
0: Okay. Um, oh, so you would have started. Doing that right around the time I started recording the first episodes of this show. I believe so, yeah. Because I launched this show and Lost with Friends the first week-ish of 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So, obviously, I had to have a few, at least, banked, which was like three each. (laughs) Um, Anyway, because the model was very different when I first started. Anyway, um, so... Yeah, you've been doing a paint every day thing, uh, which again we'll get into. We've kind of talked about it in the past and whatnot. But I wanted to talk to you sort of about the concept. Well, one, briefly, because again we've talked about it in the past. People can go back and listen to certain episodes that you've been on. But you know, getting into sort of how you got into face painting, face art. What? How? I can. I never know. And I'm especially because I'm not necessarily in the greatest uh, headspace today. Um, what, what it is you, that you do, um, how it became your real job, how you keep up the motivation to do it. And I mean, I know with this last year with COVID again, we've talked about this in a few episodes recently, but it hasn't been beneficial in the monetary sense. Yeah, It
1: hasn't been financially. Yes. You
0: know, um, and just sort of how you keep going, whether that's for your paint every day with, you know, creative speed bumps, as I've been calling them or whatever, but just the, the continued uh, motivation and, and all. of Well, that.
1: yeah, I mean, this this year has been difficult, but even before that, so with the inspiration, I belong to a group on uh, Facebook and it's a group of artists from around the world, our group has over 2,000 members and it has actively painting at, in any given month. There's about 300 artists who paint every day. And what at the beginning of the month, we're giving, given a calendar that has inspirations on it. So today's inspiration was um, children's television. And you can paint anything that you want inspired by children's television. And so there were a lot of um, there were a lot of Sesame Street things, but there were also a lot of things because we have artists from all over the world. So and it can be as elaborate or as simple as you want it to be. That makes the creative speed bump a little smaller, but it doesn't eliminate the lack of motivation. Sometimes Um, COVID was really hard because. Uh, at least in, an, in a normal situation, on our weekends, we get to paint anything because we're working painters, so um, you're out on jobs on the weekend, so you can paint anything you want and use that as your, as your paint for the day. Well, not working, it just made it another something to try and figure out and, and, and do. Um, and then as far as it being my real job... COVID put a pin in my real job last year because where normally uh in a normal year, if we can even have normal years anymore, uh in an average year I would work out of the weekends of the summer there would possibly be one weekend that we weren't working and now At this point, we're almost at the end of July, and I'm about to have my first job, my first painting job for the year. So I've had to make a small detour into waitressing for a little bit just to to keep going, but I have still continued my painting every day. Part of my motivation on that is... um, I I I like the the group. I like the challenge, and initially it started. I wanted to paint longer than your aunt Marie. <laughs> that was my that was my motivation. Was I wanted to paint one day longer than she did?
0: But not to be fair, she started before you.
1: She did. So I wanted to paint one day longer than she painted, and then um, a, a family tragedy happened, and she had to stop. And then I got to the point where she had been, but I still keep going because now it is ingrained in me to, I have to paint.
0: I am the same way at the end of every
1: day. Um, I've said this before about, about Paul and I've seen him be sound asleep and sit up and say, I didn't create today. And grab his cell phone and send himself a text message where he wrote something and then lay back down and go back to sleep because he can't end his day without being creative, even when he's been sick or anything else like that. And I mean, I've I've pushed through on illnesses and sometimes, you know, it's not the most creative. It's not something that I would post on my on my business page, but. I created. And that sometimes that's all you can do. There are, there are a few artists in our group who will paint a dot and say, it's a flea. (laughs) And, you know, we all have the flea day. So, you know, you just, you picked up your brushes, you did something and you move on and you make tomorrow another day. And, um, but then like, with this year, it's also been a, a change in,
0: um, what? No, I was just going to ask. So like, so for me uh, originally, and I said about the, the Seinfeld thing with the calendar and you put the X on it and the original concept is you put it like for him, I believe he had it near his mirror where he would practice, uh, in front of the mirror and whatever. And so then when he was done, he would put the X But you put it somewhere where you see it a lot. Like my, I used to have a big calendar. I used to post pictures of it on social media and things. And and it was near my computer. So the calendar was always sort of staring at me, like taunting me almost. Because you would put the X and then you would notice if you they quote call unquote, it don't break, break the, the chain. chain. Yeah.
1: Because it and looks like a chain when you have all the X's.
0: Yes. And then at a certain point to use the word that you used, it's ingrained in yeah. you.
1: Well, there's a, there's a theory that if you do something every day for 30 days, it becomes a habit. Yeah. And so, you know, it was hard. Like the first actually have been painting, I've been, um, an active member of the, um, inspiration to paint group since november 1st 2016 but then there were there were a couple days where it was well you don't have to paint you could write a poem or you could do something else creative i did balloons i did crochet i did something else where it
0: was have your somebody have someone in your
1: household paint and i didn't realize that there were artists who were going for their paint every day for a month a year or whatever and they did whatever the other creative thing was and painted.
0: Hey everyone, it's James, recurring guest on Paul and All. Just taking the time out here to let you know about a special bonus episode of Paul and All available right now on Content Club. In it, Paul and I discuss a failed pilot, How I Met Your Dad. We were prepared for How I Met Your Father. Yes, there are two different shows. This episode will never be released in the main feed, so go check it out right now at Content Club.
1: Only at Patreon dot com forward slash Clockshells. Thank you. So that's what I realized, and that's when I started uh, in, you know, mid December to do, you know, do my painting every day. And there are a lot of days when it's been something that is just horrible, and I'm just tired, and and that's all I get.
0: Well, that's that there therein lies sort of the foundation of, of this, which is so obviously for you, much like myself in comparison to some of the other people that I've had on here, it's different because it's something that we do every day. Mm -hmm. I, I was just telling somebody this the other day, how before I lay down at night, I think back, did I take a picture? Did I do something creative? And if the answer is no, or I don't know, I have to look back through and see. And if I don't remember, if I if I wrote or if I you know recorded a podcast or edited a podcast or whatever, then I do something else. Right, just to and make sure. Just to make sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, like I said, that's it's different for us in comparison to some of the other people that I have had on discussing this because they don't necessarily go out. And like even even the photographers, they don't go out and shoot something every single day. So obviously for you and I, the motivation is different because for us, it's. A habit, basically, at this point. It's something that is, again, to use the word, it's ingrained in us. But you and I have gotten into arguments. I know you all, listeners out there, are shocked. I Could you imagine? Um, But you and I have gotten into arguments where you'll do something because like your thing has to be done by midnight your time. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. There's a, that's the other thing with mine is there is a, there's parameters on our group and, and it's a voluntary group and nobody's going to shun you if you don't participate every day. And there are even, there there are even grace days each month. There are two grace days because it's a, it's a challenge, but there, they also have sponsors and you can win prizes and things like that. I don't do it for the prizes. I do it for the feeling of satisfaction, knowing that I have done it every day. I think I'm at like at this point, I'm at sixteen hundred. Well, don't, don't
0: necessarily date yourself. No, no, by, but
1: like sixteen hundred and eighty days or something like that in yeah. a row.
0: Like my like so, mine like hers is you have to it has to be done and posted by midnight. Like mine is not necessarily that way. Like I was hanging out with a friend a few weeks ago. And she made the comment of like, oh, it's midnight and you haven't done it. And I'm just like, yeah, but my day isn't over until I lay down. So it could be three in the morning and at two in the morning, I wrote something. And for me, for me, like me personally, that counts as the, you know, counts as the day before. There's
1: actually only one day that I did that. And that day was an extraordinary reason. Yes. Um, And I it was still my day that had gone on for a very long time. Yes. Um, But but. that's
0: what I'm saying. So like for me, and again, it's, it's because I'm not beholden to anyone but myself. Um, but it's again, it's different for you and I, because we are doing this every day. But as I was saying before, we, We've gotten into arguments because you'll do something. You know, you'll you'll have a, a weekend. Oh, Paul, what do I paint? And let me tell you, if <laughs> I had a dime for every time I gave a good suggestion and she didn't follow it, I'd be rich. Um, because my suggestions are out of the box, and she doesn't necessarily want to do that. Because it's not
1: that I. Okay, so in all fairness. Paul's suggestions are definitely out of the box. How
0: do I do that? And I'll tell you, and then you'll be like, "I don't want to," or "That's too hard." It doesn't and argument, translate. And the argument then becomes, as I was setting up, the argument then becomes. I would think that this, like, so. At, so for me, it again, it originally started as I want to better myself as a writer. And you can definitely see we we've we've done some mini series sort of things here on Paul and all where we've we, we've gone back and we've read some old scripts. I, I actually had a um, we did a, a radio play that I that I wrote. We you know sort of brought it to life and one. Well, it was, a, it was supposed to be a YouTube short, but we turned it into a radio play and, and sort of brought it to life and and. Uh, I've had Ellsworth on and I read a script and I had Ellsworth and Zach on and I read a script and, you know, there's been various things where you can see over the course of all whether, you know, and you have to, of course, fit the timeline because when we're reading them versus when they were originally written is always different. Some happen to be for others and whatnot, but you can see the evolution, even if it's a little bit in the writing and. I would think and that was sort of the plan. Now it's become can I finish something? Because I've even though I've finished things before like I'm I'm right I've been writing a novel for the last year or so and I've taken some breaks and I've recently hit a snag with it so I'm taking a break on that and I'm starting writing a different project. And so now it's can I do that? And then in a certain, you know, in in time, go back to the other one and finish that and whatever. So it's not necessarily, am I a better writer while doing this? It's, is this something that I can complete and can I tell this story and and what have you? And I would think that for the paint every day, it would be uh, of today. I'm not, I don't want to necessarily date this too much. But today, I don't know if you saw this, my best friend, not Jake, the other best friend who won't appear on this show, as far as I know, uh, shared an image on Facebook.
1: I knew she tagged me in something, but I didn't know what it was. was And what it it was
0: was a, a post from the past where you initially did a design on her many years ago. I think maybe the original was from 20... 2010 or 2017, I can't remember. And then you did the design on yourself, I believe, last year. Because you want, and it's actually funny that this that I because I didn't even think of this until I started talking. Sometimes I just start talking, and the sentence and thoughts form themselves as I'm going through. Um, I don't know where I'm going to go by the end of the sentence, but it it works out. So, um, great way to live. Um, But it was one of those things where you. Looked back on a previous thing and said, I've, I have experience now. I know some new techniques. I have different colors. I have all of these new, you know, these, Mm -hmm. these skills and things. Can I do this better? And there have been times where I've said to you, like, why don't you do that? Or, you know, like, oh, you know, oh, I, I, I've i never been good at this. Your Aunt Marie is so much better. And I'll say, so why don't you try? Well, I don't, and it, especially on a day when it's a paint anything or whatever. Well, I don't want to do that today. Or I'm not good at that or whatever. And I would think that doing the paint every day is to try to help improve, not just I painted today.
1: Well, it is. And, and, the, and the thing is that, I know because I live it. But even the smallest things, the ones that I don't necessarily care for or whatever, they still help overall in my skill set because even the even when I make do something wrong and I can look at it and go, okay, this didn't work. So I know for next time to do something different. And yeah, there are times when Yes, I could go back and, and redo a design. Sometimes I just don't feel like it. There are days but when you don't feel like you're, it either. You're
0: absolutely right. However, today you mm-hmm. said the thing was, and again, not to, not to date this, but you said the thing was children's television or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I showed you a video on TikTok recently about this thing about, um, um we're not living
1: in the worst. Yeah. Timeline. We're not living
0: in the worst timeline. Cause allegedly there was this thing where they were going to put big bird in the challenger shuttle. And I jokingly said, you should have done big bird in a space suit. And you said other people, you said the, the, the two things that you've, that you often say, Other people did it and or I did it already. Now, I don't know the last time you did Big Bird as a painting. However, wouldn't it be a positive thing to and I'm not saying that because obviously you did your thing already today. But wouldn't it be a positive thing to even if it was six months ago? Hey, it's been six months. Let's see if if I could do, especially because it would be Big Bird in a space suit, so, like, let's try that challenge or something, as opposed to just, well, I know I could do, I, and I don't, I don't. I don't know if you had ever done what you did before or not, but, like, I know I could do this, so just to do it today, I'll do this. And I'm not going to lie, you are right. There are days where I've gone... And I'm just like, like I it just happened recently. I had no idea what I was going to do. It wasn't until I laid down and was getting ready to fall asleep. And I'm like, I haven't done anything. And I messaged somebody and I'm just like, give me a topic for something. And I just boom, banged out a poem in like 15 minutes. Not even because, and I'm just like, I'm I sent I'm like, here. Will you read this? They're like, Oh my God. It's so good. It was terrible by my standards. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. One I think it's because other people are like, well, I can't do it. It's like when I look at your stuff or like Cassie's stuff, Perry, uh, you know, and I'm just like, wow, you know, like she's such a great artist. Like, well, she took classes for like a decade and a half. Like, of course she is. You know what I mean? She's
1: been taking art classes since she was six and she's 20 something. now. Yeah. So So, like, yes, it makes sense
0: that whatever. And, and that's the same thing. So like to other people, it may seem like all this great thing. And again, by my standards, it wasn't oh, that good. That's
1: my it's my world um, as a as a face painter. But what I'm wait, I'm
0: sorry. To, to, but what I'm saying is all there are there have and you can't say there haven't been, but there have been plenty of times where I've made that suggestion and you do the same thing. Like when I suggest something that's out of the box. Mm, well, I don't want to do that. Oh, well, oh, well. Uh, and you you hem and you haw. And then you get mad because it's 1030 at night and you haven't done anything, despite the fact that many suggestions have been given to you.
1: It's okay. So it's really easy to make suggestions. And as an artist with words, you can pretty much say anything. But when you have to translate that into an image, isn't that part of it's the inspiration to
0: paint. Isn't the word challenge in there somewhere? Well, not
1: really, but it, but so, but it's in,
0: is it, is it no, or is it not really?
1: I don't, I don't remember.
0: But you get my point.
1: I understand. You
0: have been, you challenge yourself to paint every day. I do. But you don't.
1: I do. I I disagree. No, no. You want me to see, this is the thing. You have an idea that I should. Be better and create something no, new every day. I, nope, no, 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 That's no, no, not no. true. Nope. You, now you're putting words into my you, mouth. You now have, you're putting words into my mouth. You have an idea that I should do things that are your ideas and that nope. oh, you're not. You, you don't tell me that I should paint this. And then when I don't do it, then you get mad at me that's, because I, do I do, Okay. You just said we have arguments over this. Yes. Because I don't paint what you think I should paint, because I choose to paint something else. Over this last
0: year, the entertainment space changed drastically. With many TV series being binged, many films seeing digital releases like never before, and many in show business starting or growing their online presence. Many actors, directors, producers, and more began to delve into the world of podcasting. Whether it was actors rewatching and giving behind-the-scenes details on their long-running uh, series, directors appearing to discuss their filmographies, or even comedians launching series to help grow their audience in a time when touring was non-existent, the podcasting landscape changed. And though we at Clockshelves Entertainment have tried to consistently bring you new content we know we haven't always kept up our end of the bargain but we would like to take a moment to thank you for sticking with us and with so many options out there we began to question how we exactly fit into the current space we realized that although we may not have those involved in your favorite Marvel films or your favorite TV series or music genre, we have the unique fan perspective. We have something no one else has. Global reactions, enticing aspects, tantalizing topics in many entertaining scenarios yes we have great times we have the unique perspective of offering the different viewpoints from literally all around the globe we'd like to thank you for sticking with us and we hope to continue bringing you more great times ahead we've always said clock shelves entertainment is a great way to pass the time great times ahead no i get upset because you Immediately tear down my uh, any. You ask for an idea. I don't I, tear down your ideas. You ask for an idea. I give you an idea, and you have multiple reasons as to why it quote can't work or quote won't work. One. First of or, all, you or, are or, not the or ar- or you immediately say. I don't want to do that, or I don't think I can do that, or whatever, then don't ask me, one, or figure out a way to make it work. That's the challenge part. You talk about how these other artists who teach classes and stuff, they do the whole stump the artist, and I'm not saying that's what you do, but... I clearly stump you nine times out of ten because you don't want to try. It's just
1: immediately, I can't do that. Uh, uh, uh. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. When I tell you you're wrong, you go, no, I'm not. And then that's the end of that conversation. So it doesn't matter. Um, I didn't think that that's what this whole thing was going to be about. I didn't think that either. It wasn't. That wasn't originally the
0: intention of this. The intention was for me to get your opinion on
1: how you keep up your motivation. (laughs) And obviously, um, yeah, I, well, my, like I said, for me, it's different because the inspiration to paint gives you an inspiration, which is easier than your challenge for yourself every day, because you have to find something creative to do or write or whatever. Um, I have to find a way to translate the inspiration into art. And it's sometimes weird. Uh, The one day within the last week or so, it was a triangle. Wait, a triangle, three dots in green or something like that, like three random things sometimes I wonder if your Aunt Marie bumped her head because some of the things that she comes up with. But then again, as an artist, we have been challenged by children to paint the queen of all shoe fairies, uh, a princess Santa monkey. So then why can you? But I'm sorry. Because I asked the child, what does that look like to you? But I said. And I will ask you, well, how would that look? And you go, I don't know. You're the artist.
0: That is not true. That is not true. I say, well, I can't, I honestly can't think of one other than the Big Bird one off the top of my head. But I have said to you, do this. Well, how would that even work? And I'll say, and you'll be like, well, I can't do that.
1: And it's also different because right now I'm not painting on actual models, I'm painting on, um, we have, uh, a flat board that has a face printed on it. And I'm painting on that, which is very different than painting on a a person.
0: I'll give you that one. I will give you that one. You know, it
1: is, um, it's very unique. Like when you're trying to paint on a human, you have a nose, you have eyeballs, you know, you have to be a little more careful. And, uh, yesterday's challenge was to paint a two minute tiger. And I said, uh, at the end of it, I, I accomplished it, but I can't wait to paint on real people just because painting on the the practice board is it's not skin. So the makeups are made to go on skin. They react differently on an artificial surface. So it you don't get the uh, smooth coverage that you I don't get the smooth coverage. There are people who can manage to pull that off, but most of us can't. Um, so it's not, I'm making excuses for me, but I know that a lot of artists have the same, um, the same issues with that. Um, but it is, it is sometimes difficult to figure out how to take the inspiration. The other day, uh, one of the inspirations was, um, World art, France, I think, and trying to find something because there's a lot of amazing artists, but to translate it to a face painting design, like a body painting design would be easier if I had a model. But is it always face painting? Um, 90% of what we do is supposed to be face painting. Because that is the challenge. Um, so it is a
0: challenge. <sighs> <laughs> the look that went along with that sigh that none of you saw. The, the. You know, what the Fr- you know speaking of French, you know what the French
1: would say? J'accuse. Jacuzze. Anyway, the, the idea is there are days during the week that we can paint and do body painting. But for the most part, it is to work on face paint designs because the idea is that we can have, um, by going back through the archives of photos, we are creating an incredible um, search engine of, not search engine, portfolio. A, no, no, not, it's not database. a database. Por- database, that's it, of designs where. If you are at an event or you are, um, booked for an event and you get a call, you know, you get a call and they want to do, um, characters from the movie cars. You can go to our, well, you can't, but we can go to the inspiration to paint search and type in cars and you will get a whole list of cars or, butterflies or anything that you can think of. And you can bring up hundreds because uh, Inspiration to Paint began on March 1st, 2016 with the woman who created it was herself in a funk and she was trying to motivate herself to paint every day. So the first month she painted every day and posted her pictures. And a lot of people went, hey, I want to do that too. And so then the next month she had people join her and then it grew and it became, it's actually a global phenomenon. We have, like I said, we have over 2000, um, uh, over 2000 participants, um, It's kind of funny because we we are a we are a driving force in um, in marketing, like a lot of the major players in our in our small face paint world um, are sponsors for the inspiration to paint group because they know they are you know, they are um, makeup manufacturers or they are um, wholesalers or whatever. And they know that we are their we are their demographic. We are their market.
0: Hey there, folks! Just taking another break to remind you to check out our social media pages. We're trying to grow those, and we're wondering what you want to see more from us. Uh, you can let us know your feedback on our shows you can let us know uh feedback on just about anything really over on our social medias you can make requests for various guests that you want to maybe return to certain shows or you can give us topics um you can check out all of that and you can even find pretty much across the various platforms the people that have been on uh our shows because we Follow them and are followed by them pretty much everywhere Uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are clock shelves. Of course, that's C L O C K S H E L V E S. We are trying to grow our social media presence, as I said. So um, in addition to us trying to post as often as we uh, post new content for you, uh, we're also trying to make everyone else aware of our social media. So make sure you go give us a follow Maybe even uh share us sometimes you know when we post new stuff. it's at clock shelves that c l o c k s h e l v e s on Twitter instagram and facebook
1: and um i something was going on and and at one point, and I said to your aunt Marie, I said something about um someone not wanting to irritate her because she is the for all intents and purposes. She she's the, in charge of it. She, now. Right. She's the she's the administrator of our group, and so um, you don't want you don't want to upset two thousand painters. And the really cool thing that I, I I've commented on it before is the fact that one of the major things, the biggest rule in our group is no negativity. Which is really hard when you're a creative person. Correct. Um, Because it's not just no negativity to each other, but it's no negativity to yourself.
0: Which is very difficult for you.
1: It is. It is very hard. And so... But see, that's that's sort of the other
0: aspect of what I was saying, which was you'll... Not all the time. You'll have... All the negativity of, I can't do that. Oh, that's just, you know, like, it's so easy for you, Paul, to make these suggestions, but you're not the one who has to do them or whatever. And then I remind you of the use of the word challenge. (laughs) Challenge yourself to try to create this thing that's out of the box. Because, again, if a child can have you do any of those things and you can't do... There was one where it was something, it was around Christmas, I think... And it was something with Who's. And I, and I even Google image search because people have done it as a mashup. And I said about taking the Who's from the Grinch and other Dr. Seuss things, Seussian things, if you will, and combine it with Doctor Who, the popular worldwide phenomenon uh, sci-fi fantasy program. And you and I showed you images, and you were
1: like, oh, "I don't know
0: if I could do that." Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I pretty much said I didn't want to do that. It's not my thing. Correct. But then so. again, but see, that's the, okay. So there's a there's a thing. Um, I knew I'd,
0: I knew I knew that I would think of something.
1: There's a I knew it. There's there's a there's a thing where the a lot of painters um, compete. There are competitions, and um Go it's you know there uh the world body painting uh festival just happened a couple weeks ago. And um I've been seeing a lot of the paintings because they did it virtually this year, which is kind of odd because usually it's in I believe it's in Seaboden, But anyway, um I don't want I have absolutely no desire to compete. I am a children's face painter. I enjoy painting for children. I have no desire to have my work judged by someone else. I have no desire to compete against other artists. That's not something I want. I think it's great that people do it. I love to look at their work, I think it's phenomenal not something that I want to do. There are so many people who say you should challenge yourself to. D- I, I have no desire to do that. that no, is-
0: but see, that's the thing. The only person that you should be in competition with is your past self.
1: Exactly. So I paint for children and I paint better today than I did yesterday and the day before. And but last there year have and been, whatever.
0: but there have been times where I've said to you, and, and I, I want you to be honest, and you tell me, you're going to say, I tell you you're wrong, and you say, no, I'm not. I want you to tell me if I'm wrong when I say these words. I have said to you, go back and look at things, whether it was something on this day, which Facebook will tell you, or whatever, and try to do something whether you thought it was good or bad or indifferent. Actually, Facebook doesn't tell me what
1: I painted a year ago.
0: No, but if you share something from whatever event you were oh, well, on. Yeah, there's that. But I'm just saying that's it's... all I was saying. Anyway, sorry. I wasn't saying it, through the inspiration group. Okay. I'm just sorry. in general. Take something that you've painted in the, on, on whether it could have been whatever day, whatever theme, or, or what have you. Because again, I could use the Big Bird thing as the example. You've painted Big Bird in the past or whatever, so take the past version and try to do it better today.
1: Yeah, well, I don't wanna. Because it's challenge myself. Then not don't yet.
0: ask me! I didn't ask. You it. always ask me!
1: But I'm really, really, really wondering why I came on here today.
0: I told you why it turned into a very different episode than I intended. I do apologize for that.
1: I mean, I know you were having a bad day today and I, and I don't know why I know. Do you know how
0: much that bugs
1: me? I know, (laughs) but the problem is that you're having a bad day and I'm sitting here and I'm kind of getting the end of it and I can't go anywhere. Because I'm stuck in the fortress of politude. I'm not holding you captive. I know, but I would the door th- is literally right there <laughs> and open and open. Yes, no, I but I would not do that. As much as I would like to mic drop and walk out, sometimes. don't
0: drop the mic.
1: Oh, I you know that's the worst thing ever. When people do that, <sighs> that is just horrible. Just do not
0: drop the mic.
1: Nope, just horrible. But anyway,
0: um, but yes, that mostly again. The sort of the theme of these episodes has been, you know, how do you
1: how do you get around seat? How do you get
0: yeah? How do you get around sort of and and so the other people and again they don't have what we have in terms of do something every day, but their thing is just sort of push through. You just gotta do it. But then again,
1: there are days. When I don't have the motivation and, and you've said, I wait until 1030 at night. And my motivation is, oh my gosh, it's a half an hour and I have to get the thing painted and, and posted and whatever. And it's crazy sometimes how the last minute, whatever, and it does, it looks pretty good. And there've been a couple that I've done in the last, there've been quite a few in this last couple of weeks that I am always you you know this, I am always negative with myself. And I really liked quite a few of the paintings that I've been doing lately. Um I did a uh a painting by um what was his name? Uh Keith Herring. Is that what the name I told you?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. The
1: um the stacked characters.
0: I remember the characters. I don't remember who the artist is. And
1: so, but that was a, um, that was inspired by the, inspired by the 80s. And so, um, you know, I could have Which done I believe
0: some- my suggestion was just do a bunch of pastel colors.
1: No, actually, or I don't know. I color. didn't, I don't even think I asked you that day um, what to paint because I had, I had already found an idea that I liked because um, I had done, I had done a, a couple was it last year, no, two years ago, I had done a an eighties inspired um and I did my hair and I had aquanet and the whole thing, and everybody went, they still sell aquanet and I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I use um but it's sometimes it is it is difficult to find the motivation to there are a lot of days when I go. I'm just not going to do it today.
0: Oh, if I've had a nickel for every time I heard that from you, too. Yeah,
1: and then I do Even it. Even I don't say that. What, that I, I don't? Maybe I'm that, not going to yeah, do I'm it. Yeah, I'm just oh, not no. going to
0: do it today. I, no. I
1: can't.
0: I, I know, can't, you, I know I, you can't do it, but you say it a lot. I say it a
1: lot. I do, because it's really hard to find that. And it's, it's crazy, because it's not like I have my paints out for the most part. I, I literally have them sitting on the table, and it's just finding that motivation, that inspiration to, to go there and do that. You know, that's
0: part of the problem is that people, and I'm sure, you know, you, you, you'll get it. Other creative people out there will get it as well. There isn't, there is no such thing as finding motivation. You have to create. There isn't, yeah, there is no such thing. I mean, if if I may, I, I did, I read it. I think I read it when Zach was on. Um uh let me see if I could find it. It's my favorite I've read it to you before. Um it's my favorite quote by by Vincent Van Van Gogh. Um uh vamp for me while I find it. Uh, <laughs> okay, vamp.
1: Uh tap 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 ta-da tap 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 tap. Okay, tap, now tap, people tap. are gonna think you're doing Morse code. <laughs> I was tap dancing, but okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it is. It it it. You're right. It isn't. It isn't about finding inspiration to continue. It's about create. I mean, a lot of times it is finding inspiration is difficult, but the finding motivation is the difference because people confuse the two. I think, you know, the difference between motivation and inspiration you know you have to you have to create your motivation to keep moving you have to keep find uh find your or create your motivation to do things inspiration can happen in a lot of different places and in a lot of different a lot of different ways but the the motivation is what people sometimes lack
0: i found it okay Just slap anything on when you see a blank canvas staring you in the face like some imbecile. You don't know how paralyzing that is, that stare of a blank canvas is, which says to the painter, you can't do a thing. The canvas has an idiotic stare and mesmerizes some painters so much that they turn into idiots themselves. Many painters are afraid in front of the blank canvas, but the blank canvas is afraid of the real passionate painter who dares and who has broken the spell of you can't once and for all.
1: Well, yeah, it's the, it's the, She's, well, yeah, like, I mean, well, it is. First it's, of all,
0: you've heard that a million times. So that's not new to you. So of course you're gonna be like, well, yeah, but, but that's still, I've read that a It's
1: like, it's,
0: for as many times as you've heard it, I've probably read it and said it double, triple, even. Yeah. So. And well, it's
1: the it's the blank canvas. It's the blank sheet of paper, and the typewriter. Other um, writers have used that as as their example.
0: You yes. know,
1: put put anything down on that paper.
0: Yes. Just you just, you just start writing. You yep. just start. Yep. Um, there was one day last year. During the, you know, shutdown where I wrote an entire chapter of my novel and I went back maybe a day or two later and I went, I don't like this. And I, I have it saved somewhere because I didn't want to just lose that entire chapter, but I rewrote like two thirds of that whole chapter because, um, I was just like, I don't like this. (laughs) So I wanted to keep it cuz I'm a big I'm a big believer. It's, especially whether it's writing or you know we've I've done some music stuff whatever. You kind of keep all variations of things so that one day you could look back and sort of see the progression.
1: Yep. Also, if you are ever sued, you have all the proof that uh-huh. you it was 100% you know your creation. Yep. Um, because, you know, that happens. Um but yeah. So, but yeah, I, I like I said I I we did get a little out of there, but I understand the the that it is harder for other creative people without the for me, it's the motivation to paint every day is that, you know, I want to do it. I have a time limit and whatever. The other thing is the fact that it's a little easier for me because I've been given an inspiration it's not always an easy inspiration. Sometimes they're I'm shaking willing... my
0: head, no, because even all agree with
1: that. You know, like I said, you know, three triangles and and dots and and whatever: or Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, to create something is difficult, but at least it's Says a it's starting. The person who, who it's birthed a, a human. It's a, although it, not
0: technically if you go back and listen to that episode.
1: but it's, but it's something that it is a, it is a, uh, a place to start. Yes. Yes, I birthed a human. I just did not physically push you out. Correct. Um,
0: For me, I I don't even know if I have sort of a motivation at this point. Um, I got into an argument uh, in this very room, actually, um, about two years ago, where someone sort of questioned me on what... I can't remember how they questioned it. And I've talked about it sort of before, but it was it was basically like, what are you chasing? Like, what is your goal sort of thing? And I didn't really have an answer. And I still don't know if I actually have an answer because it was basically it was it was said to me like you you say you want to write but then you're focusing on these podcasts, but then you'll take a break from doing the podcast and you'll go back to writing. And then you say, you want to film something, but you never do. And you do the blah, 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 blah. I, and I hate it. I really, and truly do hate the fact that I have, these different creative aspects that I want to do, whether it's writing a script or writing a novel or filming a script or, you know, producing a radio play or music or just a regular old podcast of just two people talking and arguing, apparently. Um, you know, like I, I, I really and truly hate the fact that I can't have just one thing where this is what I'm
1: going to focus on. But that's what makes you, um, it, it's it's more than one thing. And, and it's kind of funny because I think eventually you're going to put it all together in a way that... You're my mother. You have no, to no, 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 say no, that. No. No, I'm, it's, no, it's not that. It's because when I was younger and I did a lot of things that now looking back from the distance, I see when I was younger, I did uh, crafts at, uh, my church for vacation Bible school, I did decorating, I did games and, and I coordinated parties. Um, when my brother got married, my cousin got married, I helped, uh, do the coordination for their weddings and everything else like that. And all those things came together to, to help fortify what is now, my job, it, I do crafts and I do, I create games and I help coordinate parties and I do all those things. And, beca- and even working in retail allowed me to have the opportunity to know how to deal with difficult people. And, you know, all those things were, were able to move me to where I am now.
0: Did you know the Shelves Entertainment is going through the entirety of the ever-expanding Marvel Cinematic Universe? That is right, starting all the way back with 2008's Iron Man, going through Phase 1, going through Phase 2, the TV series, the Netflix series, uh, some of the shorts that are uh, even now available on Disney+, Plus. we are doing a super deep dive into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are actually, as of the time of this episode, just getting ready to wrap up phase two. We are almost to the end of phase two, so uh, make sure you go check that out. You can find links to where you can listen to it on our website, clockshelves.com, and of course across our social media, at Clockshelves on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The show is MCU and Me, and we would love for you to join us uh, over on MCU and Me, where we are breaking down the entirety of the different pockets of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Can't wait to have you as a listener, true believer.
1: And I don't think that, I don't, I'm a person who believes that there are no wrong turns, just longer paths. And I think that your path is, you know, it's it's going where it needs to go, and you're learning things as you go that are going to eventually come together in a way that you're going to sit back and go, wow, that all does make sense. And not because I'm your mom, but because I honestly believe that.
0: Well, my the, the answer I gave at the time when I, I was kind of forced to sit there and figure Defend out. Yourself. An, yeah. And, and the answer that I, I sort of gave was that no matter what, avenue it was that day, whether it was writing or music or poetry or a podcast or whatever, the one thing that I like uh, about, because like I like all of those things. I'll listen to music. i I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to audio books. I, I don't read stories as much, but like, I'll read like, um, you know, like maybe a, one of my favorite movies or something, or, you know, I'll read like the, the, I'll, I'll, the I'll, yeah, I'll glance the scripts to it or whatever. Obviously I watch a lot of a lot or I used to not so much anymore, but I used to watch like a lot of TV and movies and stuff. And so, because I like all of those things, that's sort of why I want to dabble in all of them a little bit, but all of those things together, take whatever i'm and it's not just me this is the case for a lot of people and it takes all of the 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 crappy things that they went through whether it was had a bad drive into work or you know they they are going through a breakup or they didn't get that promotion or whatever and then, you know, obviously, good things too, because you associate those, you know, a lot of those things with good things too. When on the first date with the the person that eventually became your spouse, and you remember that movie, and that's the Three movie that you, baby. The, that's the <laughs> movie that you watch maybe every year on your anniversary, or you know, you name your your child after one of those characters, or some, or even just your favorite book when you were a kid. You know, you name your kid that you know character. Or, or whatever there's obviously those things stick with you good and bad but sort of to use your word defend when I basically had to defend myself my thought was if there's even one person who has their shittiest day finds comfort in your work and that's like yep that's like a that's a big deal because I I've been that person who I've been having a terrible day, and whether it was the the right song came on at the right time, or you know, in my in my queue, the podcast came on, or whatever, and maybe I had like a really good laugh or or something. And Ruth sneezed into the microphone. I, think. I
1: didn't. I covered the, the,
0: the little thing. You could see the little covered decibel I'm sorry. thing. <laughs>
1: R.I.P. headphone users. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, sometimes uh, you just gotta sneeze.
0: Um, I wouldn't know. Um well, that's true. But it's... I've been that person who... You know, there's there's been a few... One of them being my own podcast. But there's been, you know, some YouTubers and... And, again, podcasts and whatever where I've... And I know that like they're never going to see the stuff because they they get, you know, millions of tweets a day or or, you know, comments on their videos or whatever. But I have I've left things where I'm just like, you helped me today. Not a lot, but I, I have done that, you know, where I'm like this. This is what I needed today. Well, yeah. And you never know. Cause it could be something from, you know, like I could, I could put on whatever I could put on a Led Zeppelin song. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they recorded those back 60s,
1: 70s. You have a cousin who finds comfort in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. You know, like that is I her, do too. One of my is, best friends does as well. Like I, mean, I find is...
0: comfort in, in, in Lost and, and you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, there, there, they're, and there was like, I remember when we finished Lost with Friends, And obviously, you know, we were all tweeting it and promoting it and whatever, but somewhere along the line, I sent out a, I can't remember if it was a tweet or a comment on Instagram or something, but it was to Damon Lindelof in particular, because he was the one who was there throughout the entire thing. I might've included some other people as well, but I said about how, and not to get too depressing and everybody, please forgive me and, and whatever, but him doing that show co-creating and then writing and show running, whatever you want to call it, executive producing that show to then be the inspiration for us to do a show about it. All those years later, you know, we timed it so that it was, you know, with the, with our finale was the 10 year anniversary finale, you know, of the finale and all that sort of stuff that no, high, and I've said it before. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but no hyperbole like that helped save my life. Like, and it's that's a hundred percent true. And gave you, know? you
1: some of your best friends in the world. Oh,
0: absolutely, you know? absolutely. And, and you do and mean in the world because the they're from all over. Yes, world. no, yeah. you're you're absolutely and, right. And so, you but know, what it, I'm
1: saying is, but you never know. Well, it's the same thing they say when, you know, when you're walking down the street and you smile at someone because you don't know that that smile isn't the one thing that.
0: Yes, but the, that's and but, I can't and I'm not saying I'm not saying that's, that's my but, motivation of like why I keep going, because selfishly I keep going because I hope that, you know, something's going to come from all of this. And what not in the way that you're saying, but that makes sense, too. But, you know, because do I do I want to be like paid to be a writer? yes. Of course, I'd be an idiot not to want to be paid to be a writer. You know what I mean? So, like, yes, obviously that part of it is there, too. But, like, that's honestly part that's like with especially with the podcast and stuff. That's a big part of why I do keep doing it, even though I operate at a loss consistently and, you know, all that stuff, because it's fun for me. I think it's fun for the people that I have on for the most part, it's except cheaper when than
1: I, therapy <laughs> It is. it definitely is. Yeah. It's cheaper um, than therapy,
0: but I think it's fun for for the people that are on for the most part, unless oh, yeah. I yell at them while they're yeah. sitting in the room with me. Yeah. Um, but for the, but I, cause I don't think that people would keep coming back and doing it if it wasn't fun for them. Yeah.
1: Oh, you know? I, I, en- I enjoy, and, I enjoy, I enjoy the, I enjoy the, the interesting topics and stuff like that. And I know I don't listen to, I don't, Nobody does. It's fine. <laughs> I don't listen to all of the shows, but I get to hear them all hmm. for the most you part. You hear my half of them. No. Well, yeah, because you have the headphones in, but I get to hear during editing, I get to hear a lot of it. So, you know, there's that. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it's, for me, it's the, my, my motivation for the most part when we're, when we're working painters is the smile at the end of the at the end of the mirror moment? Uh, the mirror moment is when you, for those people who don't know, when you turn the mirror so the child can see themselves, and that look in their face when they they see that they are a butterfly or Spider Man or a tiger or whatever it is. There is nothing in the world that matches that mirror moment when the, when you get that giant smile or you hear the, you hear the little tiger roar or whatever, they become that character. And that's why we do what we do. And for you, it's, you know, the people that you reach um, and you know, that you make a, a difference to people. Even just in your group of friends, you know you make a difference to just having, for them, being on your podcast is cheaper than therapy, you know? So (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. Um, But, yeah, we've been blabbing for a while.
0: Yeah, I think that's where we're going to end it. Um, Yeah, because it's getting to be a sauna in here. It is. Um, And we had to close the door because of some... Technical
1: difficulties. Yeah, sure,
0: that's what we'll call it. Well, yeah.
1: Um,
0: But... uh, (laughs) So, yes. So to sort of sum a lot of this up, motivation and and Inspiration. inspiration can be found in various ways. There is no right or wrong way. Sometimes you do
1: just, as everybody else said, you just have to keep pushing forward. Yep. Find your motivation. What makes you want to keep going? And we all have something that makes us want to keep going. For us, it's the don't break the streak of every day. For other people, it's the need to have their, well, even for you, it's the need to have your story told.
0: That was, to be fair, that was part of my, again, to use your word, like defense, where I'm like, you don't understand what it's like to have these things inside of you
1: that need, that to, need come out. to come out Yeah. Not just you want them to, but it's a need it is. I, well, you know that I, I write as well and I haven't in a while, but, um, there are times when it just needs to be said, you need to, you need to get the words out and it has to, it has to go somewhere.
0: And when, and, you, and when you're, and I'm, I'm sorry, you know, if you're, if you're a, a regular listener and you're not, so much into the creative side of things. And you've been, you know, thank you for listening through all of these, because I'm sure you've listened through several of, of the creative uh, chats and things. But if, if you're not that person, if you're not a creative person, it's difficult to understand. It's but like, it's, it's really like,
1: not because when you think about it though, it it is, you're talking about creative people, but it, in, in a lot of ways, it's the same for, everybody in finding the reason to keep, why do I go to my job every day and, you know, finding your motivation to, well, that's, that's what
0: I was going to say. But, you know, so like for some people, it might be, I need to provide for my family or I, you know, I have a vacation or that, you know, that I'm planning or, or whatnot, but there is a difference in the creative aspect of it, where, like I said, you have—it's
1: the need to be to be heard in 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 some way or another.
0: Yeah, and I know, whether ge- it's whether
1: I- it's the the for um for the writer or for the photographers, the uh, need to have your vision seen, or whether it's for an artist to have their vision seen. Or for, you know, as a, as a writer to have your words seen or heard. And it's, it's,
0: and I've tried pretty much only once because it was the only time I had to, because other people, even if they don't get it, they at least indulge the concept because they're just like, I don't get it, but I trust you. Or, you know, I don't get it, but I like the result or whatever. But I tried to explain it to somebody who is not, like, a creative person in in many ways or any ways. I don't know. But it's incredibly difficult to try to explain that need of, I have this thing have this story that needs to be told. And I've talked about it with Zach on, on previous uh, discussions we've had about writing and things for me. There are times when I'm writing something and the story starts to dictate. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. There was one in the, in the the book that the, the novel that i that I've been working on. <laughs> there's a moment where I just was typing something and all of a sudden I, I was, you know, a loud clang was heard and the two characters turned and I, I literally had to stop and I went
1: now what happens? I'm like,
0: what the hell? What, what caused the loud clang? Who, where did that come from? And I had to, because it wasn't me. I I know that sounds like, you know, mystical and whatever. It was not me writing. There was a loud clang. Like I physically wrote it, but I don't know where that came from.
1: uh, Well, you you know, (laughs) I've said this before, but I, had a um years ago when you were little um I wrote a novel through email with someone and this was it was a very linear um engineer person and a physical engineer and so they did an outline and they did character exposes and da 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 and they knew exactly where the story on from their point was going to go and whatever, and literally as we were writing, because we would each write a part and go back and forth, and I would always have the character make a right turn or something because I don't know where the story is going to end up until it tells me.
0: See, now that is where I'm different. I'll come up with – because I have – I times, have an
1: idea of where I want it to go. Yeah, well, that's the thing I is I have a
0: lot of. I ha-
1: don't know for sure until it tells me.
0: I I have A and I have Z Z for our international listeners. I have A and I have Z Z, and it's just the other twenty four that I have to. Sometimes I might have like a G, you know?
1: Yeah. No, or see, an for S. Me,
0: but I do. I it's for
1: me. I never know because. I write the story that I hear in my head and so, which sounds like super crazy. No, but but, I, I, I I, I I write, I I write, I don't know where it's going to go because I haven't gotten there yet. A lot of
0: times when I, when I come up with a story, it's sort of a, I don't know how to say it's sort of a, It's something that I want to see, or especially when it's like a script, it's something I want to see, or it's something I would want to read, or want to hear, or whatever.
1: You're filling in a a a need that you have. Yes. Yeah. See, and like said- but
0: but by that same token, I also think because I've I've seen it happen too many times where if you, I'm not saying you have to have point Z. But if you don't at least have a mile marker, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It can cause a problem.
1: Well, yeah, because then suddenly you're just going in a circle and you don't know where you it's to You get the go. Jack
0: Tattoo episode of Lost. Okay. there's Okay, so in Lost they had the idea, obviously they had the beginning, and then at a certain point they said, well, here's our end point, this is what we're working towards and they were they went to abc and they were like we want to wrap the show up and of course you're a television network a national broadcast television network you don't want to end a popular show right mm. that sounds like a dumb choice your show is one of the top 5 probably at that point if i if you know if you look back in the ratings whatever um, because of all the mysteries that they set up and, and all this other stuff. And it was, you know, a top whatever show you don't anou- you don't end that show. And then they were just sort of kicking the can down the road and you get an entire episode. It's, it's it, it is, it's my least favorite episode of the series. I've talked about it before. It was one of the podcast episodes that I was dreading. It actually ended up being a really good podcast episode for Lost with friends. I loved it. Um, but you you get an episode where the entirety of the flashback story is about what Jack's tattoos mean. Okay, that's the that's what the flashback is. Okay. He's in he's in Phuket and he gets the tattoos. That's the episode. He flies a kite at one point. That's what I always call it, the Jack flies a kite episode. Okay, um, and the ratings around that time started to go down a little bit and they think that and, they
1: did it on purpose. And I don't
0: know to get sometimes to, I think that, but ABC sort of went to them and they were like, Whoa, what's going on? And they're just like, well, we can't end this. We have a certain point where we're, we want to throw this twist in, but we can't know when to do that. If you're not going to tell us when we end the show. So that's why three years out, they were just like, we're doing three more seasons and that's it. So then it gave them time to go, here's the rest of the story. Let's plan out how we're going to do it over these three years.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So the moral. a
0: of, lot of shit in this.
1: The moral <laughs> of the story is <laughs> don't let anybody tell you you can't find inspiration or you need to find motivation. You create your motivation. Inspiration, don't let any, and also don't let anybody tell you that. Well, first of all, don't let anybody make you defend your Do you motivation. Know that that sticks
0: with me. Like anytime I talk about I anything know. creative, I know most days it doesn't, but when I talk about things like this, it always makes me think back to that conversation. And that yeah. was,
1: it's hard because you know, you, you don't especially have, especially hard
0: when it's somebody that you think gets it.
1: Yep. It's well, you know, somebody who's supposed to be in your corner and, and you know that, but you know, you don't have to defend your motivations.
0: And if you're you're a long-time listener, I'm sure you know exactly about whom we are discussing.
1: Yes. But But. anyway, you know, create your motivation. Find your inspiration. You can find inspiration anywhere. Anywhere. You just have to look for it. Sometimes it's not easy, but it's out there. And I got nothing.
0: And I'm Paul, and that's all. (laughs) woo <laughs>